Hey guys, welcome back to Turn Back the Clock, episode number 17, and I am joined by my co-host, Adam, and we have a special guest with us, Junior Baseball Fanatics 12, Liam, welcome to the show. Thank you, I'm so happy to be here. Dude, we're so glad to have you get like a a vibrancy going on in this and make these, these young, these old guys look young and teach us some things tonight. So what we have going on tonight and we're going to skip the pickups for the week um, or for the last couple of weeks. We, we're going to talk about family and what family means to us in our collecting life, in our life in general. Um, we're going to talk about father and sons that are in the major leagues um, or have played together in the major leagues, um, brothers. Um, Liam's going to teach us about some prospects that are coming up that are related to pro ball players that are playing and or have played. So get your notepads out if you guys like to buy some prospects because I'm going to be writing some notes down. Um, that's where we're headed in this. And then I got questions for Liam. And it's just going to be a good time. And there's there's no like main focus. It can go all over the place, but we're going to keep it um, on the on the, uh, the family orientation. Because you were on with Mike recently. And he asked you every question under the sun. So I, I, you know, I was like, oh, well, that was the one I was going to ask this. So we're going a little, little different track. But first and foremost, let's get to know Liam a little bit. Um, I know you're a huge baseball fanatic. You are a baseball player, most importantly. And you collect cards and your parents are really, really amazing humans and great supporters of what you do. So just tell us a little about yourself and uh, what you collect, um, anywhere you kind of want to go with that. So I mainly, I collect all different stuff. Um, like I collect um, a lot of vintage, but I also collect prospects, as you were saying before. I love watching these people as they like come up and develop into the major leaguers. Um, but I also love the history of the game. So that's why I collect the vintage. Um, I also collect, like we're going to get into today, father, son, brothers, um, but also what I call food cards. So if they're like food companies or all different companies cards as well. Awesome. All right. Well, that's that's epic. Adam, I don't even think I said hi to you. How's hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Le- to no, Liam, channel. I just wanted to say um, it was great meeting you and your parents at the National. And, man, you were – you were like the talk of the town at the national, you and your parents, at least in the people that we hung with, uh, everyone was just so happy you were there and your parents were there and, um, just so happy to have someone your age into vintage. Um, but I want to ask you about, you just said prospects. Do you have any Jason Dominguez cards? I do. Give me one second. He just got called up and he's tearing it up, man. He's tearing it up. We both got up at the same time. And everyone left. Everyone yeah, he, left. he went to go grab a few cards there. <laughs> oh, I, went my, I went in my boxes this morning. I'm like, you know what? I opened packs in that. I, I opened <laughs> a couple boxes up, and then I like, sure enough, there was one. I saw a stat today. He's like the first – I don't know. I, I mess, I'll mess it up, but he's the first something since Mickey Mantle to, to do what he did. I don't know. But, like, basically he's an elite company for was such a like fast start. like a home start. run or something? Yeah, or... something like that. I think two home runs in his first three games or something okay. to that effect. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Yeah. We'll be honest. This whole stack is all no way. Dominguez. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a Yankee. Well, I'm going to clarify. So I'm a Yankees fan, but just a big baseball fan in general. Uh, B. 
being here in Florida, I go to a ton of spring training games. Spring training is like an hour north or south. There's like eight different teams you can go see. Wow. So I just learned to love all different teams, all different players. Um, but since I'm a Yankees fan, I've had my eye out on Dominguez. Like this is a piece of his jersey. Wow. Look at that. Sick. Nice. Um, and then his first Bowman. So that's like his uh, – that's his first official – We'll go Twinsies. I feel like that's going to be – if he turns out to be, like, you know, a superstar, that's going to be the card. That's going to be his card that everyone kind of recognizes, you know, I think through all those. Did you, pull, did you pull that one in a pack? Uh, yes, I did. Me, me too. Cheers. Nice. <laughs> that's sick. I don't have any, uh, so I'm jealous and I missed out. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the idiot who goes on eBay now and tries to buy one. Yeah, I'm sending <laughs> this right. to PSA right now. Actually, soon, I'm gonna put this thing on eBay as I figure at least the, his prices will hold up through the summer, and maybe you could buy this off me. Yeah, Adam, you, Adam, you're not an idiot in my eyes because you got all those Mickey Mantles. Okay, well, yes. thanks, thanks. That's where it's at. <laughs> um, all right, well. So what we what first round we'll do a round right now and show a card that is either father son related brothers related um a story we'll do one story one card or a couple cards at a time so Liam if you're ready you can go first and we'll go to Adam after that and then to me for the finale so this one, so it's three cards, but they're all related. So I'm going to start off with the holidays. So this is uh, Matt Holiday. I've got his rookie card. Then his son, who's been tearing it up. He's in AAA right now. Jackson Holiday. Jackson Holiday. I'm putting that in the notepad right now. Never heard of the guy. So he's he was the number one draft pick in the major leagues last year, and he's for the Orioles. He plays for the Orioles. He just got called up to AAA. And uh, a lot of people love him for the Orioles. But he also has a younger brother called oh, Ethan wow. Holiday. Wow. He's in high school, and he's the number one high school player in what? The, the country? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same that's family. Amazing. Wow, that's, that's crazy. That's insane. That's so cool. Um, oh. But like I said, for spring training, I got to uh, – I've actually gotten to meet Jackson – I got a ball signed by him. Wow. There. Uh, but he was such – he was so nice. He um, – after the game, he sat there and stayed for 30 minutes just sitting there signing for everybody. That's really cool. And that's, like, sort of how I determine, like, who I – like, PC for the year or who I really like is how they – how fan-friendly they are. Um, but, yeah, he was he was very nice and generous. So you're a nice guy's collector. Yes. <laughs> I like nice guy collect collections myself. <laughs> uh, dude, that was really cool. I didn't know about either of those two players, obviously, Nobel Holiday, but I didn't know about his his son and his – so both his sons? Yeah, sons. both of his wow. sons. That's just like – it just feels like it's almost a no-brainer when a dad is a pro. Like one of the kids is going to be better than his dad. It's just kind of like, it's almost guaranteed. That's how I look at it. All right, Adam, what do you got? So I got, uh, th- these two go together. So um, my mom, my mom is a huge Celtics fan, Boston Celtics fan. 
she, you know, always watched the Red Sox too. Um, but she, growing up, she never missed a Celtics game and she still doesn't, you know, she's 76 now and she still catches every Celtics game. And, um, you know, I have good memories. Like, you know, when I was a kid, my dad would work nights. So when the Celtics would come on around like 7:30 at night, uh, me and my mom would watch the Celtics together. And we used to love the Celtics, but we used to love the announcers for the Celtics even more. <clears throat> There's a, a famous announcer and, and player coach, Tommy Heinsohn. Uh, this is a 61 Fleer Tommy Heinsohn I got a long time ago. And, yeah, just a beautiful card, beautiful set. But every time I look at it, I think of my mom because he was just a, a crazy announcer, so entertaining. He's, he was, like, the biggest Celtics fan in the world because he, you know, played for the Celtics, he coached the Celtics, and then he was an announcer. And he was the most biased announcer of all time. No call that went against the Celtics was ever right. And basically, <laughs> it was like laughable. So me and my mom used to just crack up listening to him as an announcer. And then um, Bob Cousy, great, uh, you know, legendary point guard for the Celtics. He was the other announcer. So they were, you know, they'd go, they'd go back and forth. And it was just a great team, these two. So let me show them together here. And this is a Bob Cousy rookie card. And that's a Tommy Heinsohn. I think it's a Tommy Heinsohn's rookie card, too. No, maybe not. But no, no, it's not his rookie card. 50, 57 would be. But these guys go together. So, you know, just always think of my mom when I look at these cards because we had some fun times watching. And the Celtics were terrible back then. This was like right after Larry Bird retired. And uh, they were just like the worst team in the league for a long time. But we still had fun watching them because these guys made it entertaining. Dude, it's so sick. I, I wish my mom or my dad liked sports <laughs> and I had that connection with them on the sports side. Um, with that said, we'll go to me, but really fast. Liam, we were talking before we got on the show and your mom is a collector now and she's collecting the 1960 top set. Yes. <laughs> That's just awesome. I love uh, that. But she's also she's also doing the tops player run of Ozzy Smith because that's her favorite player. Oh, that's sick! Look for one of those centered, copied Ozzy Smith rookies. <laughs> I've got the corner on the market, so yeah, you I'll sell you one one day. <laughs> yeah, I I did pick her up an Ozzy uh, rookie a little while ago. Oh, awesome! All right, <laughs> that's cool. All right, well that that was cool. And that... I quickly want to show this that. Oh yeah. Oh, Danny Ainge. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What an athlete, man. He, he was, he played pro, you know, you always hear about Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson, but Danny Ainge, Hall, well, you know, not a hall of fame basketball player, but close. He was a real good player and won multiple championships and uh, yeah, was played for the blue Jays for a little while too. So that's, a, that's an awesome car. I need to get one of those. Oh yeah. We were talking, what were we talking on the phone about that? Yeah. Liam, like different players yeah. who played different sports. All right. We'll probably bring that up as well. All right, I'll, I'll share just a few. Mine is, I'll do one will be a just a quick little story. So I, I love reading, as everyone kind of knows. I do audible books, and I just blaze through them for years and years now. And I was reading a book about Ted Williams. I don't know if it was a Ted Williams book in particular or another one, probably about a year ago or something on this one. And a really cool thing just stuck out. So I hit the pause button. I screenshot where I'm at. And... It was a fact about Ted Williams. And Ted Williams hit a home run during his rookie season off of Thornton Lee. Pacific in 19... Legends. What's that? 
Yeah, this is your, this is your yeah. favorite set right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is your favorite set. 88, 89. A, a home run off of Thornton Lee in 1939, his rookie season. And then 21 years later, in 1960, he hit a home run off of Thornton Lee's son in the major leagues, Don Lee. And I just, it just blew my mind. And I just thought it was so cool that a guy hit a home run off of a father and a son in such a big span in between. That is so awesome. So that there's my, there's my story for the uh, father son. Uh, All right. Awesome. Next round. Um, Liam, what do you got for us? All right. All right. So let's go with this one. Um, guy who's been tearing it up this year in the major leagues, Ronald Acuna Jr. Now, um, his dad played Ronald Acuna Sr. He played back in the early 2000s. He does have a card, but today I'm talking about his brothers. I'm going to go brothers. His younger brother, Brian Acuna. Brian. He's in the Minnesota organization. How do you spell that? Is it B-R-I-A-N or? B-R-Y-A-N. Why? He is such a nice, um, a nice guy. I met him actually at rookie ball. So FCL, the Florida complex league, he was playing there. He sat there, posed with pictures, signed some stuff, but incredibly, uh, just incredible and very talented. That's awesome. But then they also have another brother, Luis on Helicuna. What? He is, I had no idea about I any know, of this. It's insane, right? <laughs> he is, uh, he's now with the Mets organization. He was just traded from the range for uh, Scherzer, actually. Wow. So, wait, yeah. what, wait, what's his name? Uh, Luis on Hell. So L U I S A N G E L. Okay. I put those guys on my list. <laughs> but I would absolutely love to get a ball signed by all three of them. And that's going to be my goal for next spring training get a ball signed by Brian, Ronald, and Luis Onel. Wow. Dude, how cool would that be? That's awesome. All right. What a season guys- he's having, man. What, someone said he might do what, 40, 70 or something like that this year? Yeah, it's, it's looking like Ooh. it. He's got a legitimate shot for that. Incredible. That is MVP. Oh yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing those, uh, those tips. So this is where you come, you come to turn back the clock. If you want to learn how to prospect cards. So Liam said it and he told everybody that those cards are guaranteed to go up. So buy them now. <laughs> There's a good possibility, but I'm not going to be. That's the title of this episode. Investment advice from Liam. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, actually I got a good question for you, Liam on the backs of those. So are any of those players cards are they already really valuable or are they so far out of the system like maybe i'm sure the high school guy but you know like jackson holiday or any of those guys not jackson peaceful? jackson holiday's cards are already getting expensive um you can find some of his well, what i would recommend if you do buy cards of prospects try if possible try and get the first bowman's or okay. their rookies Okay. Um, but Jackson, because he's been tearing it up, he just got called up to AAA and is expected to go up to majors. Everybody's already, the prices are just going up. Now somebody like Brian Acuna, his cards are not that high right now because he is 
he's only 17 and he's in rookie ball right now, which is one of the lower levels. But if you watch him play, he's very talented. So you can you can still get his cards for okay. Uh, so nice rookie ball is still major. It's still it's in it's in the, within the farm system. Is it is it triple A, double A, single A? Like okay, triple A is the hardest, right? So, then double. Yeah. Tell us how that works. All right. So it goes. It'll go. Rookie ball is where you would start out. Then you can move up to low A, high A single A, then double A, triple A, then the major leagues. Wow. That's a system. Dang. Yeah. And so does uh, Brian have a Bowman card yet? He does. Uh, the 2022, he has a 2022 first Bowman. Okay. So if you look up 2022 Brian Acuna first Bowman, uh, he does have cards. And his brother also has cards. This is from a set called Pro Debut, which comes out every year of the minor leaguers. Oh, yeah, that pro debut set. That's awesome. All right. By the way, I have a question, Liam. Um, okay, so I was, like I mentioned, I was looking at Dominguez cards the other day, and I know he's got that first Bowman, but so here's what totally confused me. He has a, uh, there's a refractor. You can get a refractor of that first Bowman, which is numbered to 499. And then this, this blew my mind. It was so confusing. There's an atomic refractor, which I've always known as like, usually it's like a lower serial number or like, uh, you know, a much harder card. It is not serial numbered. So I, I get so confused by these ultra modern cards, the atomic refactors, you know, back in the nineties or in the whatever, early two thousands, those were always like low numbered cards and it's not numbered. So I was like, what's going on here? I, I, why are they changing it? Do you know anything about that? So n nobody really knows the, every, so they start to follow a pattern sometimes, but then every year it seems like they somehow find a way to change it or add, more variations, more numbers. Um, so they really don't follow much of a pattern when it comes to that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, man, it, it gets so confusing. I think a lot of us get, like, turned off because we start trying to go down the lane, and then we're like, all right, what's the card to get? And then we don't know. We just, they, they like, the, with the products they put out, it, it just, it's confusing for us old guys. I don't know. <laughs> and so everybody knows Liam works in a baseball card shop, correct? Yes. And awesome. you've been working there for how long? Almost a year. Yeah, a little over a year. Um, but it, it's really nice because you get to hear other collectors' perspectives. Totally. Um, you get to see a lot more. Um, a lot of cool things come in the shop that you don't see every day. I was going to ask, that's on my list, what is the coolest thing that came into the shop while you were working? Might as well ask it right now. That is tough. What would you think that would be? What's been your favorite? Oh, man. It would have, had, it would have been um, a consignment. There are some cool things. One, really, one thing that um, I thought was really cool was there were old gloves back from, like, the uh, 30s that came in. Baseball gloves. Wow. Uh, in their cool boxes looking. and everything. Wow. That's got to be one of the cooler things that I've seen. Um I've seen a lot of, like, uh, one piece that I picked up, the quilt cards. I picked that oh, yeah. up. Yeah. I love this piece, um, Rabbit Moranville. That's awesome. Um, but there, there's so many, but those the gloves were probably up there. When you grabbed that piece, was everyone like, how do you even know who this guy is? <laughs> Most people they were. A lot of people who come in the shop, 
um, they say, um, they're like, oh, this player. And they're like, you probably don't know who it is. I'm like, no, I know who that is. Guaranteed um, you know more than most of those people who come in that shop. Now they now they know because they've seen me so many times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam, you're up for uh, show and tell. All right. So both my parents are from a town called Brockton, Massachusetts. They grew up there. And there's a boxer called Rocky Marciano. He's a undefeated. He was an undefeated heavyweight champion, uh, one of the all-time greats. And he actually died in a plane crash, uh, you know, when he was not that old. So uh, he's the pride of Brockton. And, you know, he's famous. Every, everyone who knows boxing knows Rocky Marciano. So I got this card here. This is called the Brockton Blockbuster 1956 Adventure. Dude, I love that set. And um, my mom's claim to fame. She, she uh, was a hairdresser. She owned her own hair salon. And when she was a kid, when she first started out hairdressing in the Brockton area, she used to be the hairdresser for Rocky Marciano's mother. Dang, that's so that's cool. her that's her claim to fame right here. So you know, again, sticking with my mom theme here. Obviously, every time I look at this card, I think of both my parents, but especially my mom. That that's is fantastic. so awesome. And then, uh, yeah, on the back really says cool. Brockton Brockton Blockbuster. Yeah, I uh, I collect a lot of cards from that set, Adam. Yeah, it's so a great it's set. A super cool set. It's yep. just random random stuff. A lot of surfing and uh underwater stuff i actually have, I have a bunch displayed on my wall right behind me some sharks and stuff like that too oh yeah set. yeah really cool really cool story all right mine's i i'm not as uh like my family's not as well versed in the sports world <laughs> i kind of brought them into the sports world but i collect father and son and brothers cards and one card that i really love is from the 1977 Tops set, and it is of George Brett and Ken Brett. Both of these guys are surfers as well. I did oh, not know oh, that. Wow. Yeah, I had they no look like idea. Surfers. Yes, there that we makes go. Sense now. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, I look at George Brett completely different now, and I've actually, you know, I'm already addicted to his rookie cards, but now I'm like. I can't get enough of George Brett because I just, I don't know what book it was, but I came across it must've been in the last month and found out he was a surfer and his brother. And I was just like, dude, this is insane. So I love these cards of father and son. And there's a couple more here. And these are from 1976. You probably have these too, Liam. This is Ray Boone and Bob Boone. And I remember Bob Boone, um, the name I'd never heard of Ray Boone. But I'm a huge fan of these. And this goes in our alley, too, Adam, with the card on card. Oh, yeah. We got the 54 tops card showing of, of Bob's dad. I mean, just outstanding. Um, and this one is Roy Smalley. Roy Smalley. <laughs> yes, see? Dude, what year is that again? Right? What this year? 76. 76. Yeah, 76. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Show oh, that. Man, there I you love go. those. I love looking at the same card at the same time. Oh, which, you have this one? Yeah, right here. What do you have? The whole set? <laughs> Almost. I'm missing uh, one, and that's the the boons, actually. No way! Oh my gosh! Hey, this 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 one's coming your way. Put it in your <laughs> pile. Coming your way. Dylan, that's that awesome. one's perfectly centered too. Uh, yeah, it is. You it don't give away is. the centered cards like that, man. <laughs> it's only graded a two, though, but it is right. it is well centered. 
<laughs> Since uh, I didn't have it, I actually grabbed my uh, 59 Rayboon and then the uh, 76 Bob dude, that's Put them side by side again. Wow, that's cool. I'm looking yeah. at the other one. Dude, that's awesome. Did they play at the same time together? Do you know? I'm not sure. Let's see. Like Ken Griffey and his dad. I mean, those. I, it was close. Yeah, that's what I was looking. It looked yeah. looked like it was close because I didn't know Ray Boone. That looked like a was that a fifty nine you shared? Yes. That's getting closer. Um, all right. Well, that's what I got for that round. Uh, next round, uh, you're up, Liam. Story, right. cards, whatever you want. This one is um. So the ones I'm showing is actually what sort of got me into the uh, father-son brothers cards. So off to start it off. Um, what was it? 2020, I went to a spring training game, and it was the Blue Jays at the Pirates. And the reason we went was because all their big rookies, like Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Kevin uh, Biggio at the time, they were all they were all going to be there. So I went and I had a ball with me. And first person I saw was Dante Bichette was actually there Dude. at the game. So I got him to sign this baseball. And after that, I did end up picking up his rookie. Oh, I love that card. Yeah, but me too. Later on that game, Bo Bichette was exiting the game. And so now I have Dante and Bobuchet on the same baseball. Wow. And um, Dante has another son. He's um, – Bo was probably the better of the two, but this is Dante Bichette Jr. Okay. I'm. Uh, wait, is that 2010? Uh, 2012. I don't think he's playing yes. anymore, but it was just cool to have both of them. And then, of course, I'm a super collector of Boba Shet. That's awesome. And so this one, but this one has a special meaning because my brother, who's in the Air Force, actually gave this to me before he went away. No way. So yeah, it goes right along with that theme. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's a that's a card you'll keep for life, right there. Yeah. I feel like Dante Bichette's one of those guys that people kind of forgot how good he was. He was really, really good. Like not Hall yeah. of Fame level, but. He had some incredible seasons. Bo Bichette's probably going to have a better career, but yeah. his dad was man. I remember show he was, that uh, show that eighty nine up show that eighty nine upper deck again. That brings back a lot of memories. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Right when you shared that, I'm like, dude, that is sick. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Hey, wait, is that? It must be that. Is he in, played for the Angels? Yes. No wonder I have. That, no wonder I love that card. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like right Bo when was... I saw it, I'm like, I know that card. Bo was so nice to me. He signed a uh, card, the ball, and just came out of his trailer and posed for a picture with me, arm around. And that's actually what inspired my hair. Oh, yes. That's really cool. Isn't yeah. it great that, you know, to collect people who you had good interactions with and you can just respect them as humans? Unlike, you know, like, not that Ted Williams was a bad dude, but I, I heard so many stories about Ted Williams just, like, being so grumpy with fans and people that he'd run into at the, you know, the, the bait stores or wherever. It's just, it is so much better to know you're collecting a guy that represents the human race as a good person. I think that's really cool. Outstanding. Okay, Adam, 
You got are you, are you saying my Mickey Mantle collection isn't good because he he was <laughs> dude? He Mantle redeemed himself. <laughs> no, though. I, know, I, know. I mean he went through it at the end. He wasn't drinking at the end. Yeah, and not that drinking's bad. I mean, but it, he he went through his redemption and he lived with how he what he did to some people and it haunted him. And I think he wanted to be good, but you know what? I think it's it's really tough too to be a really good person when you become really famous and rich as we see in life like that's that is yeah. like a huge that's, thing that's, that's one of the things family. that's one of the things i'm getting kind of nervous about with uh, i got all these tom brady cards over the years i got this huge <laughs> tom brady collection and you know he he's always been someone you can look up to and just a model but after his career has been over man he's making some i don't know he's starting to worry me a little bit with some of these <laughs> decisions and some of the news headlines i'm seeing so I'm starting to get a little nervous and I'm thinking, oh man, don't go away for a while or whatever. I don't want to keep hearing about you, you know? Anyway. Totally. Um, uh, that's totally. the toughest part about doing modern. Like, you know, nothing bad can happen to the uh, players that are no longer with us. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. So, all right. So my other one here now I'm going to, I think I've been for, for like a year and a half, I've had a plan to do a video about my uncle that I never met. Because um, it's a cool story, you know, um, but I'm going to do a real short, short version here. But basically, my mom's brother, uh, I never got a chance to meet him. He And he was 22. He passed away uh, tragically. So it was, you know, a really tough thing. Um, that was 1964 that he passed away. So I was born in 1981, uh, you know, 17 years later. And his name was Bruce. His first name was Bruce. Dylan, like, you know, like you're Bruce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um they my middle name's bruce they named you know my middle name after him so you know it was always a, a painful thing for my parent for my mom especially and my grandparents they you know to talk about so it he, he didn't come up that much you know at that point it was too really kind of a painful thing so you know i always kind of was when i was younger you know i i thought about like i wondered about him a little bit i heard bits and pieces about him like you know he was a fan of the brooklyn dodge uh brooklyn dodgers he was a big peewee reese fan and he loved that team and um, you know, but I never, I never really knew that much about him. So as you get older, you start to kind of wonder a little more, you know, about your family and your history and so forth. And, um, lo and behold, I think it was about seven years ago, my mom gets a, a random call from one of her cousins who she hadn't talked to in forever. He, he was about, he's about her age. Um, and he was friends with Bruce when they were, when they were younger and he, in the, like towards the end of the conversation, he just happens to go, Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, uh, I have a box. I, I haven't looked at it in probably 30 years, a box of your brother's old cards, old cards. And he's like, by any chance, we're not doing anything with them. Uh, would you want them? And my mom was like, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. And then she, let me ask Adam if he would. And, and like, she called me and I'm like, what? Of course, <laughs> send them, send them. You know? So um, I was excited to get them. And uh, I've, I've only shown a couple of them, but and I'll, I'll, there was a whole box. And, um, you know, it, it was incredible because as I was going through them, you know, here's a, here's a couple, uh, couple of examples here. We got, this is a Yogi Berra. Oh, wow. So this is how kids, this is how kids used to take care of cards back then. That's why the ones that are in, you know, good condition or, or better are worth good amount of money is because most of the kids, like my uncle, you know, they folded them up, but kept them in their pockets or whatever. So they're in this type of condition. But for me, it was even cooler that they were all beat up because, you know, these are cards that 
I know, I'm pretty sure my uncle opened from packs himself, you know, back in the fifties and the early sixties. And um, it was just knowing that he was the original owner and he was basically the only owner, you know, um, and then now I have him. It's just really cool. I mean, he collected baseball. Here's a, a Jim Brown. Again, beat up, but I just love this card and the fact That's that awesome. it's it was his, you know? Yeah. And then maybe one of the coolest ones, too, is so this is a 1961 Fleer, uh, Baker Cove Wheat. Uh, but the best part is on the back, it's a checklist that I'm pretty sure my uncle, this is him him checking off the, the cards that he had with a pencil. That is outstanding. So, yeah, I mean, and I, I got was a whole just box. gonna ask if you ever touched them, and then you had that card in your hand. Of that is just awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah. stuff like that is so incredible to me. And you know, of course, I wanted to get a few of them slabbed, right? Uh, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't want to uh, get grades on them. So I, I specific, it just felt weird. Like, oh, I don't care what the grades are, you know. So uh, I sent them to SGC, and I told them, don't even put a grade on them. Just put authentic, or whatever. So of course, there was a Mickey Mantle in there. Oh, oh that's a sick image too. Yep, it and, is. Uh, that's an awesome one. Oh, I love these cards, but just the fact that they were my uncles is like right. Yeah, it, that's what it's about. And then there was that another is. one from that same set. Mantle hits longest homer at stadium. And lastly, I mentioned earlier. You know, I was here. My my grandfather when he would mention him, he'd say, "Oh yeah, he loved Pee Wee Reese. He loved the Brooklyn Dodgers." So it was so cool that I saw this in the box this is a 56 tops brooklyn dodgers team card that was in there and uh you know it's got all the jackie robbins it, it's got the basically the team that won the championship the year yeah. before in 55 yeah. you know koufax jackie robinson campanella so just really cool because it kind of tied it brought back oh yeah he used to love it. and there was a lot of like brooklyn dodgers cards in there too so you know nothing uh not that i ever would have sold any of these or anything but nothing like crazy big or valuable cards but that's that's the that's the thing with these cards is like i love the fact that they're just beat up from my uncle and um no matter what they were even if i there were players i never even heard of i would love them just as much just knowing that they uh were his so yeah I'll, and I, I got a longer story to tell on that but um for today for today's episode i just wanted to mention that because it kind of tied in it's priceless thank it's you nothing. for sharing that that was yeah. amazing really cool I, yep. I love cards that actually mean something like that it's just awesome Absolutely. um all right i got one more quick one um i want to make sure i talk about my dad a little bit my dad was like like your parents i know for sure liam i'm sure yours too adam from what it always sounds like but my dad was really supportive of, of me he was he was, he's not an athlete by any means. He surfs still to this day, every single day he surfs. But when I was a kid, you know, he, he didn't know, he basically didn't even know what baseball was, but every team I was on, he would be the, not the coach because he didn't really know what, how the rules work, but he was at every, every practice, he'd be pitching the balls to us hitters or in the dugout, making sure everybody's organized. And what he, the coach's assistant, and he would be the, the guy who does the chalk lines. And I just, I love my dad for that. And he, he, get, he always took me to the baseball card shops after the games. And either I got cards for striking, I got packs for striking kids out, or we just go there and he would give me a buck and we'd go in there and I get to pick something out. And he was cool with that. And he took me all the time. 
Um, and there was a card in his desk drawer. He had two cards, and I can't remember what the other one was, but one card was a Willie Mays The Catch, and it was bent, it had a piece missing off of it. I think it was this piece was missing off of it. It's still somewhere in a box somewhere under our, our house, but I wanted a replacement, and I put it on my pin, and I got this from our community, from Joe, uh, Four Soft Corners, saw it in his video, and he had it pinned to his wall. Exactly what I wanted to do with the card. And so every time I look up and I see this, I'm I'm reminded of my dad's desk drawer that he never knew I was going through when he wasn't home. I was always going through his stuff when he wasn't home. He had like a he was a kind of a collector and hoarder type too. So he had a huge thing of like hats up in his closet. So I was like I was always like going through his stuff and. He didn't know this, you know, he, <laughs> I never told him until recently that I asked him about the card because I didn't want him to know I was going through stuff as a kid, but that's my story. And just wanted to share that really fast. That's amazing. That, that one, yes. In my opinion, the most overlooked subset of all time, that baseball yes. thrill subset. Yes. Yeah. This was one of my uncles too. One of the other ones in there. Baseball. No way. Thrill. Yeah. That's I didn't insane. even know. This is how, this is how I found Like for some reason, I never knew about this subset. Uh, but like whatever, seven, eight years ago, I pulled this one out of his box and I was like, oh, these are awesome. And then that led me down. Of, I'm trying to collect the whole 10 now. I got yes. five or six of them. So, Dude, yeah. I know because you got that other one. Did you get this yeah. one yet? Oh, yeah, man. That's that's one of my favorite cards of all time. The Willie Mays one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, oh, there it is. Look at that is yeah. awesome. Yes. Hold your mantle. Back up yes. There's there it is. The Look at that ding on the corner. Looks like I just want to rip that corner off of that. Oh, is that just part of the fence? Let's no, all put them like up at once, Dylan. Yeah. Oh, do you have all of them? Oh, not quite. I do have the um, one thing I wanted to do because I love uh, Willie Mickey and the Duke, that song. And so I've got the uh, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, love Duke that. Snyder. I love that. Snyder and then I just picked up the K line. Oh, nice. man. That's I need awesome. that. Yeah, I don't have that one yet. And I, there's like a Seaver, uh, Seaver car. I don't yeah. even know who the guy is. Seaver. I, I still, oh yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. a musical too. Uh, yeah. Three thousand hit. That one's really. I got cool. the musical Anna, at the Anna National. Anna I picked that one. All right. Well, that was all I had. Um, Liam, do you have any more stories or any other cards you want to share? Um, trying to think. I do have. Um, I have more cards. I'll show off this one. Um. So I do have a video coming out soon of a collection I'm doing, uh, Hall of Fame pitchers. I ideally want their rookie cards, but that's probably not happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite pitchers is Greg Maddox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, some of my coaches have compared me to him because I can hit uh, locations like he, uh, like he did. So I was doing more research on Greg Maddox. And I found out he had a brother who played baseball as well. Oh, and that was Mike Maddox. Yeah. Wow. That's I sick. Him. I remember yeah. that card. Wow. Yeah. Do you know yeah. your brothers? And uh, even on the bottom of this card, I don't know. Let's see. It says uh, Greg Maddox, his brother, right on the uh, bottom. Dude, so, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Maddox you know, is so good. Yeah, oh, he was unbelievable. And unbelievable. I just read a book called The Arm. Now your parents don't need to read it because you don't, you're not going for 
you hit corn, you hit spots. You're not trying to throw your arm out every day, but I just finished this book called the arm. It's all about Tommy John surgery and how everyone just pitches too hard. And you're doing, that's why Greg Maddox lasted so long because he didn't overextend himself. He pitched how a pitcher should pitch. He pitched by getting his targets and pitching the pitches that he needed to throw in that time. So I think it's awesome. And you don't have to worry about tearing your arm off like Otani every two years, you know? Right. <laughs> um, guys, guys, all right. Before we go, breaking news, breaking news. Yes. I've just been notified through my eBay app that I am the winning winning bidder on a Dominguez refractor <laughs> card. That I, yes. I'm in Congratulations. You are you're the you're the sucker that everyone's like selling their cards to. Uh, I probably I probably set an all time high so. Guaranteed. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I'm that guy, uh, man. I don't know. You know. Uh, I want to. I, I want to have one card. Like to say a little bit more with my family. Yes, They're please. right here, and um, a lot of my collecting is because of them. Why did they bring I, it? Why did they come yeah. into the, the come into the fray? Um. Ever since I was really little, they've okay. um, they've always uh, ripped packs with me. They've um, they've let me just like choose a pack. They would rip it, and then as I got older, I uh, focused more on my cards. But like I said before, every year we go to spring training, and that's really because of my mom. <laughs> she's um, she's been homeschooling me for the last three four years, and every year we go to spring training games and. She takes me there. We get there like an hour early so I can get um, autographs because I love getting the autographs. And uh, that's a big thank you to her. That's awesome. And um, plus, when I was first starting my channel, I was opening a lot of product. And that was also <laughs> thanks to mom there. We'd have to go to Walmart, very, like Walmart and Target very early in the morning just to get a box of cards that I could rip. During COVID. Right. And, oh, man. um, impossible. And now like, uh, that I'm trying to complete sets, big thank you to my dad as well, because all of his cards, I'm trying to complete some of his sets. That is awesome. Yeah. You, you know, that's what, that's what it's about. You're so lucky. We all saw that at the national when your parents were there to have supportive parents and, and they're not spoiling you. They're not, you're working for, you're working for your money in such a unique way because you can't be paid yet because you're too young. So you're, you're getting boxes for getting paid and then you're selling some of those boxes and then you're buying some vintage and stuff. And your parents are, are, are right there behind you at all times and looking over you and making sure you're, you know, you're not getting taken advantage of in life. And just to have them there at the show, which everybody noticed everyone loved your parents and loved the, the the family orientation about it so i'm glad you mentioned them i'm glad you brought them up yeah it's 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 I, I look at me and like when i was younger i didn't realize it as much but as i look now back at how i grew up and everything it, i say it all the time now the luckiest you can get in life is if you have great parents because you have no control over it you know you just come into this world and uh that's the luckiest you can get and so, yeah, I think we all, it's not from all these stories and everything, it sounds like we all have gotten really lucky. So here's, to, here's to that. Yep. Okay. I'm going to, I've got one, two, three, four, five questions for Liam, and then we'll end it. Okay. Right. Um, they're nothing special. 
um, just kind of fun questions. First question, your favorite vintage baseball rookie card. No money involved. Ooh. It could be the most expensive. Could be any any vintage baseball rookie card. Oh wow, that is um, it's a tough one, but I will um oh oh boy um one of my favorites has got to be the forty eight leaf satchel page. That's sick. Um, That's awesome. I love pitchers. I love the Negro Leagues, and that's just a perfect combination of the both. That'll – I mean, Jackie Robinson would be another one uh, just because Jackie is my favorite player. Yep. Okay, well, uh, good answers. Can't go wrong with those two. <laughs> Only two of the most sought after in the whole hobby. <laughs> <Good taste. laughs> Yeah. At least I did Good not job. go with the Honus Wagner, which yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> All right, next one. Your favorite non-rookie card vintage of all time? These are good questions, Dylan. Good job. Really good. So hard. Yeah. The um, one of my favorites. Oh, the Gaudi Dimaggio. That one. Okay. Uh, it's the uh, Dimaggio Gaudi. Uh, it's blinking from my head. It's more of like the cartoon. The heads up. Yeah, the yeah the, the heads up. card. Kind of that one. Could, oh yes. well, that is his. It is his rookie. Technically, um, so that would I go to the it. other question, but oh, man, these are tough questions because I've got so many cards I would love. Like I would love a a T two hundred four Ramley. I didn't, don't even the know Walter Johnson. Oh, okay. they're gorgeous cards. It's a uh, full square. Uh, it's white with just uh, gold around it. Oh wow! That that would be probably one of my favorite non rookies. Would be the T two hundred four, Ramley Walter Johnson. Wish I could pull it up on the screen right now, but I'm not as tech savvy. <laughs> so, okay, just awesome. uh, just imagine, just imagine the picture right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Your favorite part about working in a card shop. Um, that one's a little easier. It would be the um, the people you meet and the uh, relationships. You know, um, also, a little funnier, prices for me. Because um, the shop I work at, there's consignments they do. Yeah. And there are people who get to know me and love the fact that I love vintage or that I just love baseball in general. And they'll be like, all right, I've got my regular price, the low price, and the Liam price. That's <laughs> awesome. Dude, um, I'm so stoked they do that. I mean, that's, that's how awesome. it should be. Um, and that's, uh, that sort of went with my uh, Rabbit Moranville. Yeah. But other than that, it would just be the people I meet and the relationships. It, awesome. It's great getting to hear all different sides of this hobby. That's awesome. Great answers. All right, next two are just for pure fun because I love questions like this. Um, your favorite movie of all time. Oh yeah, that's it. That's sick. Now I know it. I know I know that set. That's a beautiful, beautiful card. I think Mangini just shared one of those. Yeah, like. of, of, of course, course, of course he did. I mean, of course. yeah, of course, yeah. Try his whole set. <laughs> all right, I know. So wait, how old are you, Liam? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yes. Thirteen. Okay, so you're thirteen, man. So you're born in two thousand and ten. Yes. 
Wow, that's insane. All right, your favorite movie of all time, the whole 13 years. Uh, baseball movies. Let's think. It, it's so tough because I, I watch a movie, say it's my favorite, and the next day I see a new one, and then that's my favorite. Like a baseball card. Right. <laughs> um, one that, I, I mean, I've always loved. I know a lot of people would say it's The Sandlot. It's got to be one of up there with me. Um. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, forty-two would also oh, be so good. Th- that's what started my love for Jackie Robinson. Okay, like, I always, I always knew his story, but after watching that movie, it um, I, I, I hadn't realized how how much it had taken for him to get there. Watching yeah. that, then I started doing research, and that just started it all there. That's awesome. You know, a uh, story with that movie. My wife, when before I was doing YouTube, only people who ever saw my card room are either some of my friends who come visit me or a friend I would have over after surfing or something or my wife's friends. And one of my wife's friends was over here and we're out there and I'm the guy who's making drinks for them and bringing them. We, I brought her into the, into the card room and I'm just like really excited to share it, right? And she's cool about it. We've been friends with her our whole lives. And there was a Jackie Robinson card. And she really didn't know anything about Jackie Robinson, which blew my mind already. And then I was like, okay, well, you got to go home and watch the movie 42. She went home and watched that movie the next day. And literally, she hasn't stopped talking about it since. She's like, how did I not know this? This is absolutely insane. So good answer there. Wow. That's awesome. I really think that movie had a lot to do with the prices that we've seen climb over, you know, over the last decade or so, or yeah. more of uh, his cards. I think, I think that plays a role. That those Absolutely. type of movies. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Last question. Easy one. Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't even know if you eat it, but your favorite candy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Adam, it's you can. Changed- Adam, you can answer this too. It's changed so much for me. Um, uh, Milky Way. Milky <laughs> Way. I'd say like Snickers or Reese's, probably. All right. All right. right what on. about you? Um, if I didn't have issues with my teeth breaking when I eat them, I'd do Starbursts. <laughs> but I probably have one Starburst in the last 10 years. Yeah, but what flavor? I do either the red or the pink. Give the other ones away. <laughs> One By the, way, the worst candy time. ever for your teeth yeah. is Charleston Chew. Don't ever try to eat a Charleston oh, dude, no, no, yeah, no chance. No chance. Um, I would love to try the uh, Reggie candy bar. Oh, the Reggie, the Reggie bar? Jackson oh, that'd be candy awesome, candy. yeah. I picture it being peanut butter because it looks like a peanut butter, giant peanut butter. Right. Bar. No, it really was chocolate, had some caramel. I, as a kid, I used to get those Reggie bars. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, dude, how they, old they, are you? Uh, I'm an old fart. I'm, 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 I'm 56. Okay, that's awesome. So, so my, my my day, because I'm a diehard Yankee fan, I, I really was a big 77, 78, 79 uh, Yankee fan. But my all-time favorite player is, is Lou Gehrig. Uh, okay. I'm a big oh, 27 okay. Yankees fan. Wow. Now you guys got to get some Lou Gehrig cards. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, Tell your whole collection. To he get got it. the whole one. I, I got to hope he signs a good baseball contract. 
Oh, that's amazing. I think I remember you sharing that. Or, 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 yeah, I think so. Yeah. At the at the national, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really cool. Well, that's all the questions I got for you guys. So, man, that was really fun, Liam. I was so glad we got to have you on there. We could do this a million times and talk for hours. Adam, thank you for the great stories um, about your uncle and your and your mom. Truly, truly awesome. And that's what this hobby um, is all about. It's about community. It's about you know, it is now for me. It wasn't before. It's about connecting with other people and your family and your friends. And I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Any last words by any of you guys? I would just like to say thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been a blast talking with you guys. Um, as always. And oh, and you're you're welcome. And it was our pleasure. Please shout out your channel. And also, you guys have to go subscribe. The Junior Baseball Fanatics 12, he does interviews, and he is a pro. Like books that he's read, he's had authors on his show. Um, he interviews all types of people, and he, and he eventually, after his career in baseball is done, I think he wants to go into, you know, maybe being an announcer. I don't know, but yeah. Um, tell, it, tell everyone where they can find you, Instagram, so whatever you want. Uh, Junior Baseball Fanatic 12 on YouTube and Instagram. And my podcast is In the Dugout with Liam. I have it on my YouTube channel and on Spotify. Dude, how did I not, how do I not have that? Okay, well, getting that right now. That's awesome. Me too. I didn't know you had a podcast. I yeah, apologize. I, I vaguely remember you saying it. And I think I, yeah, it, it is on my YouTube table. channel. Um, I do have a playlist under there, which has, okay. uh, I have my three episodes out so far. And my fourth one is coming out really soon in a few days. Nice. Okay. Sick. Awesome. Is it the same shows that you put on your YouTube? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. So I've listened to them all then. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks guys for watching. And until next time, um, don't my new saying, <laughs> don't be influenced. Be inspired. All right. Thanks, Liam. Thank you. Thank you, Liam.